0: Ah, I just wanted to say before you start you looking lovely and comfortable, you know, when you know it's not to for the interview and it's good to have you relaxed and ready for the interview. So do you want to give an introduction to yourself?
1: Yeah. Um so I generally uh, go by mini-miss in my little space, um, sometimes just mini. Um on Instagram, my platform is at little. And pink with a little period in between all of the words. Um, I started my Little Space account back in, I think, June of
0: 23.
1: Um, And I've just been kind of connecting with other people in and around the community since then.
0: so it's been quite recently that you started, you know, your Instagram and started sharing about yourself. So... How did you uh, start? You know, like uh, Instagram, and what was the reason why you went to the create your account?
1: Um, so I've had other Instagram accounts that I either used for like personal things or uh, like different promotional things in more like my adult headspace. But um, I got really inspired looking at some other little space creators because my mama was sending them to me as like kind of a little bit of reassurance because I was really, really shy with my little space and I didn't feel super comfortable like talking about it or sharing it with anybody in my real life. So having that outlet and seeing other people express it um, online, I felt like that was a safer place for me um, to also share that, that bit of myself, um, and to be able to express it and not feel so shy about it. Um, and I think some of the ones that she had sent me was, um, like cat BB. And, uh, I think she changed her, her handle to memoirs of a panda. Um, but just some other very, um, very kind and inspiring creators, um, and getting to connect with them, it just really encouraged me to start my own account. Um, and it's just been a very freeing experience to be able to express that in a more open way and not feel so scared about it.
0: Yeah, I can imagine it's quite a, quite something that you must be quite glad and happy for to find like a space to be comfortably be yourself and, and mask with yourself and. You know, I say that sometimes, you know, because like child then when you haven't got like a community in real life that you can actually, you know, act, you know access and engage with and feel normalised within. So, yeah. how, so how do they start with you know, uh, you know, age regression and stuff like that? I'm sorry. Well, could you repeat oh, the
1: question?
0: The question was, how did you start with age regression and what was it like like that, as I say, you know, it was a time before you know, like you had count that you, you know, you felt saying answers, but where do you think it started from?
1: Um, I think it's just kind of always been a part of, of who I am just as a person. Um, even whenever I was a lot younger, I remember my... Uh, <laughs> one of the things I would get in trouble for the most is uh, my parents would tell me to act my age um, because I still very much expressed the youthful side of my personality as I was growing up. Um, like, I, I think I used to get in trouble for, for baby talking. Um, and it was always really confusing to me because my parents would tell me to stop acting like a little kid, but I'm like, I- but I'm a little kid, um, but then weirdly that, that little feeling never really went away. It just kind of stayed a part of, of who I am. Um, and it was kind of something that I could express in just the, my my outward appearance. Like I, w- I would always be really into like really cute clothes. Um, and I always really liked my stuffed animals and there was like a way that I could kind of tap into it that felt socially acceptable. Um, and I don't think, I think it was maybe like 2021 or so when I started, um, getting more involved with other people that also have little space parts of themselves. And I thought it was really funny because they would point out they're like, you're a little, aren't you? And I was like, I don't know what that means. Um, But it's just kind of a part of my personality and the general aura that I give off. Um, And so I just kind of got really into like what that meant for me. And at the time I was also going through a divorce. um, So I was going to be living alone again and starting to figure out what being myself and expressing myself fully and happily meant for me, um, rather than just like living the way that I thought that I was supposed to. And so I really started nurturing that side of myself more, um, and just giving my inner child the, the care and the love and the, attention that I didn't always get when I was an actual child. Um, I had seven siblings, so um, it was probably pretty difficult for my parents to keep track of all of us at once. Yeah. Um, But it was just really nice to give myself that space. And then also meeting mama and having her be so supportive of it. um, And just really giving me that opening to not feel ashamed was a, a really great moments and helped me to start exploring it and i feel very like comfortable in it now
0: yeah so yeah i guess so what was it like then when you found about little space and uh, age regression and what that meant you know like as you said you know when you were like younger you know we're more into like you know was, like speaking of somebody it's like somebody a lot younger than you. So, like you know, like, what people would expect, you know, you know, you at your age to speak, like, and then, you know, like, you know, enjoying what, you know, could comfort anyone anyway that, of, like, you know, enjoying, you know, you know, like, stuff sounding well, you know, like, stuff like that, you know, so what was it then when you, like, realise that, you know, it's more beyond that and you start to learn the words, you know, with the word for that, and you know, and you know, as yourself, you know, now you know, you use like pacify yourself. So, what was it when you felt that from that type of, you know, like you know, being younger than you feeling like you're younger than you age to feeling in between no age regression. What was it that? How did you feel that it started to transition between it to two? You sort of get from Mina?
1: yeah. It was like really hard at first um, because even though I felt like loved and accepted, I still felt a little embarrassed because um, I was like well i'm a I'm a grown up and I'm supposed to do grown- up thing even if it makes me sad and miserable all the time and um, so I would often just regress more on my own, so whenever I was like Not working, or usually, like in the evenings, I would find something to put on the TV, or I would break out some of my toys that I still have to play with, um, and really just let myself kind of immerse in it. Um, but it was still so early on that I felt nervous to even be open about my regression with mama. Like, I I think I was. Personally, like, one-on-one with myself, um, regressing for a few months before I ever actually did it in front of Mama. Um, And I'm still kind of getting into that headspace where I don't feel so vulnerable being around other people in my little space. But also... I'm noticing as I get more and more into it, it's becoming a very like comfortable part of my life. So a lot of the times when I'm not working or um when I just need a little bit of extra comfort, that's it's it's a space that I go to.
0: Yeah. And I say that, you know, it's something that it has taken you a while to get into, you know, like feeling comfortable within yourself you know, embracing who you are and this is part of your identity. And I understand how there is lot of attached and you a lot would make you hard to take that kind of bit of embarrassment off your shoulders and, you know, like you know, like and kind of get rid rid of like the judgment of thinking what other people would think and allowing yourself to enjoy it as well. How you should, you know, be able to enjoy it as you know, like, it's a be a space where you can feel happy and comfortable with. So what what, what has been, like, the benefits of exploring this space for you?
1: It's got a lot of benefits, I think. So, like, first is that I, I've been finding more and more that so many people within um, the community, even, like, that don't necessarily feel like a part of the community themselves. Um, like they're all just such kind and wonderful people that I have been able to meet. Um, even, even in real life, I've been able to meet other, um, like caregivers and other littles that are just nice people to be around. And I feel very accepted and very supported, um, to be able to go into that space myself and like, I'm not going to be judged. Um, And then I, when I started getting into using the passies, I I found that it was really helpful with some of my stimming behaviors. Um, So like one of them that I have that's really bad is I'll lick the back of my teeth and um, no one can really tell when I'm doing it. But if I do it for too long, then I'll make my tongue bleed. (laughs) And that hurts. So use the passy; it keeps me from doing that. And then I don't hurt myself so much. Um, so I've, I've been finding a lot of benefits to it aside from just giving me a comfort space and making me feel less just sad in general in my day-to-day yeah. life. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it, it, it has a lot of, of good parts to it that I, I like and I, I enjoy.
0: Yeah. Because like it's as I said that you know like helps you have, like stimming sensory reasons and also with your mental health. So you know when you like you said about stimming, you know like you know where as, like uh, you know something that is to get talked about in the autistic neurodivergent ADHD community and also with you know like mental health conditions. So when do you uh, learn about stimming and what what does like learn about? That uh, too meant for you.
1: Um, it's pretty interesting for me because I also, um, in my like non little space life, I am in grad school working on a master's in mental health. Um, so it, it is really fascinating to look into how these different mental disorders and illnesses really work to affect our brain chemistry um, and how it shows up differently in different people. Um, and I know like in myself, it shows up a lot in like people-pleasy ways and with a lot of stimming and I talk a lot <laughs> and uh, I just, you know, there, there's so many different ways that I feel like it shows up in people and getting a chance to understand how it shows up in myself, I think, makes me feel like I can connect better with other people that go through some of the same experiences that I do. Um, and even just getting that, that space to kind of shrink back into my, my comfort zone. Whenever I'm starting to feel overwhelmed has has been very invaluable to me,
0: yeah, I can imagine it would quite help you a lot and because, as you said then when you're like in grad school studying mental health it's some i guess it's something we're good to being able to like as your question yourself and and- st- like to be you know it's something that probably like is more common in the you know the world of you know people in terms of people with Mental health conditions or mental illnesses that they may age regress, and it's something that isn't talked about enough and isn't explored enough that makes that can then this understand, you know, the be- behaviors of age regress and to the extent that, you know, it can make people feel a bit more valid and, you know, recognised as, you, you know, for their be- behaviors as such, you know, and like getting them, you know, like being able to, like, be understood, you know, if you get it, Mina. Yeah, because a lot of the, because there's so much stigma around age regression as a thing, and it's like now, you know, many, uh, you know, mental health professionals or medical people may understand enough about it. So, uh, do you think has it has helped you to, like, learn about the understanding within the uh, more medical community of mental health and the academic community, and what has you know, like studying in mental health uh, in grad school, what's up been like for yourself and the things that you learned to, uh, to help you understand around stuff around your m- own mental health and the mental health efforts?
1: From a mental health perspective, uh, I have not found anything, like, wrong with it, per se, um, and that's one thing that I I was worried about a little bit whenever I first started exploring my little space, is like, is the mental health community like largely against age regression as like a coping mechanism or uh, a bit of like therapy even. Um, And I've not really found anything substantial that to me says that it's not okay. Um, Actually there are some specialists that, that work very heavily uh, with what is called play therapy um, and it's primarily used on children um, in order to put them into a comfortable space where they feel like they can open up um, in a way that is comfortable for them and talk about things that are difficult, but in a space that is that they feel safe in. Um, and I truly do believe that play therapy is something that adults, need to like um you know that that need for for play and joy doesn't necessarily go away just because we get older it it's still a part of who we are uh, and you, you see it in every animal species ever I mean like just because like my dog is now an adult dog it doesn't mean that she doesn't still want to play and run around and have fun and I think that the way that our society has kind of shifted, um, into a very economically driven model. Um, it just, it encourages people to work and grind and always be on and, that can be really, I think, hard on on our mental states. So we're not actually giving our brains that time to rest and and to reconnect with ourselves and what what really brings us joy in life. Um, And so I think from a mental health perspective and I'm still learning a lot, I'm still in school. I think actually this next semester I'm about to start learning things like uh, abnormal psychology and things about how medication um, interferes with our with our brain chemistry. So I still have a lot to learn, but
0: yeah.
1: um, overall, I think that age regression has really great opportunities for people to explore who they are outside of their you know work life balance. You know, there's I think we we've gotten into a, a part of our society where the work-life balance leans heavily on the work side and it's like where's the where's the life where's the balance that we can actually like explore in ourselves and and really work towards what makes us happy and and makes us feel
0: yeah yeah Yeah, because it's like we like we shouldn't be like not defined by our jobs our work and all that and it's something that, you know, we has been for, you know, like a lot, lot of time. You know, with about people being seen by how, how you know what jobs you do and all that, and then it kind of doesn't give us the space to, I guess, relax and switch off, and you know, take out, You know, put ourselves first and take care of our own mental health. And it's like, as you're saying, you know, with like, you know you know, needing, you know, like, to look after your mental health and, you know, like, you know, in terms of, like, stimming, sometimes like that, as you say that, play fair with I can assume that there's kind of a bit of a link between that and stimming, and, like, I can understand that, you know, can overcome in kind of overcoming bar- the kind of ageist barriers around age regression and what that can mean for ourselves, then it, it does make things better for you yourself and your mental health and as you're saying that with like, you know, when you start using pacifiers, that's something that helps you with your teeth and, you know, you know your mouth and just uh, like making sure you don't harm yourself as much with like pain or bleeding gums or whatever and it's something that, you know I, like when I start using adult pacifiers because, you know it's like some I grind my teeth quite a lot and it's like, I know, I'm definitely not at the uh, point where as comfortable as, you know, being so, like, you know, like using them, you know, like roundhouse and all that stuff. I think, you know, it's like something I'd like to, you know, work on. But, you know, it's like some t- something that does have that element of working on your, own, your own, own confidence with it. So, like, when, when did you start using adult pacifiers and what was, like, kind of, you know, what made you want to try, you know, use them?
1: I I was really curious, I think, um, because when I had started following uh, Kitten and a a few other um, little space influencers, I had seen them using them, and I hadn't ever really thought about using one myself. Um. But as I was really starting to explore, um, mama saw that curiosity in me and she actually sent me one, um, in the, in the mail, as well as, uh, this is my, my little space journal. And she sent that to me too. Um, and so then I, I just, I had one that I, I could try if I wanted to. And, and her whole thing was like, you know, maybe it's not going to be something that, that you enjoy, but you know, this is, this is your first one to try if, if you, if you want to. And, and I did, and I noticed that it really helped with some of my stemming behaviors, but also it was just really comfortable. Um, I, I do have always just had a bit of oral fixation. So I, I would like bite my fingernails or like always try to like chew on something, uh, but that's not really good for your teeth. Yeah. So it was good to get to explore that. And then she was really uh, intentional about getting me one that was just very plain so that if I wanted to, I could decorate it because um, I tend to be very crafty in my spare time. And so I did, I de- I, de- I decorated it a little bit. And now I've decorated several Passies um, and given some to friends Um, and they're just, you know, it's, it's a fun comfort item. Um, and now I think I have so, so many, um, like, I think I, I, this is one that I, I decorated and it has sensory beads on it so I can kind of play with it. Um, but you know, that, that's really how I got into, to using them. And now I just have them all over my house, (laughs)
0: Oh, well, that's the way to go with them, you know, being that comfortable with them, then, because, you know, it's something that, I said, you know, I hope to eventually, you know, be that comfortable with using them, you know, and so what, so, we're, and what was like then, you know, having it been given by somebody? else. can you also explain about your relation with, you know, like, as you said, you know, we like a partner we call mom, mama, and what does that, What's that relationship like for yourself and, you know, how did you, like, get into that relationship and, you know, get, you know, like, get to use those, the name, you know, like, Mama for her?
1: Um, Well, I met her online. Um, It was back whenever I lived in Kansas. And at the time, I already had um, someone that I called Daddy. Um, And he was a partner previously. Um, And so as I was getting to know mama, um, you know, we, we were talking a little bit online. Uh, I think it was through a dating app. And um, you know, I was, I was just interested in getting to know her as a person. There wasn't really any consideration with my little space because like I, I, engaged with it a little bit. Um, and I had a person that I called daddy and I would sometimes have specific little space where I would hang out with my stuffies and we would watch cartoons, but that was really the extent of what I was exploring with it at the time. And, um, you know, I, I met her, we went on a date and it was really, really good. Uh, we went to a museum and then went and got Italian food and like, I met her and she was just so, so pretty And I was completely blown away at just like, first off, I didn't believe she was real (laughs) when I met her on a dating app. Uh, And then I met her in person and she was real and she gave me a flower and she was just the nicest human being I've ever met in my life. And so I, I kept wanting to, to see her and, over time, as we're getting to know each other, I opened up with her a little bit about my other partner that I had, who I called Daddy. Um, and, and that was kind of her introduction to my little space and that I had it in general. Um, well, it turns out that she also has like a, a CG space. So um, it was something that she was not only open to exploring, but she was open to taking on that role, which worked out really well because my, my previous CG relationship, that daddy that I had um, turned out to be kind of not the best person for me um, to be around and engage with and talk to. So I don't see that person anymore. And then I, I was kind of floored. I was a little, I was alone in my, my CGL space and she really quickly like took to to like caring for me and 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 loving on me and and reminding me that I am safe and loved and really encouraged me to get to know that part of myself even more because like I said I wasn't I was engaging a little bit with my little space but I wasn't it was more reactive it was like whatever that that daddy character um, wanted out of my little space and it was less like, what do I want out of my little space? And she really opened up that for me to be able to explore. And so I think that is why so much of the development in my age regression has happened in this last year um, because I've really been able to explore what it means to me. Um, and now that we live far away, it's a little tricky because I moved across the country and we are long distance now and we still see each other, um, roughly four times a year. Um, I went and saw her around Halloween and then I'm planning to go see her again around Valentine's day. Um, and you know, we spend a week together, but it's, it's tricky because she is so far away. So sometimes we'll do, cgl video calls where we specifically set up time for me to be little and for her to be mama and we do activities together like the last one that we did we did paper crafts and so we cut out little christmas sweaters and then we decorated them with some of the different craft supplies that we had and then we showed each other what we made and then she also taught me how to make slime and i made a slime (laughs) (laughs) um so it, it, she's very good about being intentional and in giving me that that time, even though we can't be physically close together right now. Um, so I, I feel very lucky and loved by her.
0: Yeah, because I guess you, found yourself, quite glad in a really committed relationship here with her, because you can, you know, have your safe space, you know, kind of, kind of comfortably be yourself, and she's allowed you to be more of yourself, you know, explore more for yourself and, you know, explore your inner child and help. in a way that it seems like this year, you know, the past twelve months for yourself has allowed you to explore a lot more for yourself and I guess that from you know when you said about like, you know, not maybe not uh being much had experience of being much of a child when he you was young and I assume that I guess there's some stuff that, you know, you like it might have been through that you know, exploring your like little space and it was exploring age progress and the inner child helps with and I guess it's like I guess it's dealing with some of the I guess, you know, big emotions they had over the years then. Yeah. Um I definitely uh have some of those big emotions.
1: I did that yesterday, actually. Um and it it helps that that she is able to recognize that in me, and she'll call me, uh, and we'll just video call and talk. And, and it's nice to have, like, a really caring and loving partner to talk to that, about that kind of stuff, because sometimes I feel silly um, whenever I'm, like, crying yeah. <laughs> and freaking out. But also you know she's she's always been very understanding about it um and she knows that like if I don't give myself my little space time that I'm gonna be a lot more likely to um be really sad or cranky or frustrated um because I've not been giving myself that care um and so sometimes she reminds me to take care of her little for her because I am far away and she can't be here to do.
0: Yeah, I really it's like you know, in terms of, like like in like being able to feel myself like you know like if you you know like I know that I need space and time just to relax you know like you know have you know like everyone that needs like a bit of me time you know like and I look different for everyone else and you know like for, like, age aggressors and, you know, people who identify as littles, you know, it's like you need that space, you know, whether it's, like, involuntary or voluntary, like, recognising that you need that space just to, I guess, relax, comfort yourself and not to become overwhelmed or, you know, get too burnt out or, you know, like, start struggling with your mental health.
1: Definitely, um, yeah. Especially because, like, I think in our day to day lives, like, we're always out, out in the world, like, masking and like putting yeah. on show, basically, of like, you know, this is who I am, and um, and there's that part of us that, that everybody sees, but then there's a part that that nobody sees, and I think that's really where a lot of Getting comfortable with my with with my little space and my age regression has come in. Um, having it, having the Instagram account has has been really helpful because it it does make me feel like there's others like me out there, and I'm not quite so alone. Um, but sometimes it also gets a little bit scary because <laughs> um, people message me very uncomfortable things sometimes. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> yeah, you know, because there's definitely not you know, like side of things where like there's a part of like well it, you know like there's part of the you know world of that where you get some people who like end up having a sexualized or kink, you know, relation to a thing which it's totally okay for them, but you know, it's like something that, you know, you gotta be able to like separate and, you know, respect people's, you know, like spaces as like I you know on your account that you say that for your mini misaccount, you say that it's all non sexual, age aggression, nothing to do with to nothing to be sexualized and anything like that. And yeah, as I said, that that then that's the thing with social media me anyway, that, you know, like sometimes, you know, like you get that issue of some, you know, maybe like women in particular don't end up tend to be like sexualized or given in an, and, you know, when it's messages that, you know, would make them feel uncomfortable. And I think in you know, like such so a community that gets and an need, you know, get sexualized without consent, then, you know, like it can be quite guess, an issue then for age aggressors. And I guess it's yeah. something that you've experienced yourself. And so as you're saying that, then, you know, like it's like, Totally non-sexual for yourself, and it's something that you know there is a lot of stigma between, like, a gasp, you know, like the mama and mentality thing. So what was it like then? You know, finding that space to have a relationship where you like you call your partner mama, and you know what was like, you know, like establishing and like you know what works for both of you in terms of like that space now to separate that and. Outer uh, and what w- you, what would you like people to know about that space? And you know, like, because I assume that there's lots of you know, m- miss uh, you know, like a uh, lot of prejudice around you know, always those names and relationship, if you get what I mean. Yeah, um,
1: so I think boundaries are really important in that risk regard. Um, like, for example, um. I don't call my partner "mama" whenever we're doing grown-up things, and she doesn't use the nicknames that she calls me when I'm in my little space when we're doing grown-up things. So that really helps to create that separation. Um, It's almost like having like an inside version and an outside (laughs) Um, version—stuff that we're okay with people seeing, and and vice versa. Um, So. I think just that, that linguistic change really helps. Um, and also setting up specific time to really nurture my, my little, um, just at that point, you know, we'll, we'll set up like, you know, how about it at this time on this day, um, we'll do an activity and you can be as little as you want um, until you're ready to not be. Um, and we try to do that either through video call or, um, whenever I'm visiting with her. We'll, we, we always want to try to have CGL time because we don't get to do that together very often. Um, just being really intentional about it, I think has been the biggest help in keeping it separated. Um, I don't know that we've had very many issues with it leading um, into each other, but I have been working on getting better about telling her when I'm in little space by myself because I live by myself and I also live very far away from her. And sometimes it's, it is it is very therapeutic and I need it at that moment, but it's I'm not like with her and we don't have anything planned. So I'll just, you know, grab toys or onesie or passy or whatever I need that day. And I will do my regression all by myself. But sometimes I forget to tell her. And uh, if I do remember to tell her, she gets really good about uh, switching up the way that she is talking with me. um, More from like grown up speak and into age regressed speak um it's just a little bit different of an interaction
0: yeah as i said it's like i guess uh, the difficulty then is when you like you know for you know like doing a long distance relationship and making that work in terms of like how like more space into like how like how you used to be talked at that certain time and by the sounds of it then you know because like as you said that's before you were like uh before she started dictating you then, it's something that I think you said that she's been in that space before where she's been a caregiver and something that is kind of totally understood from the off start. So I guess that's something good Then that. Like safe home of, I guess, knowing how to read and interpret what, what you needs are. And it seems like you've got understand you know, what, what both of you need. But, like, for anyone who wants to, like, explore, you know, in an age aggression relationship and, you know, explore that, what are your, like, tips and advice for people and the things that people know when in establishing boundaries, but also anybody who, like, isn't an age-aggressor and who maybe knows somebody who, like, may, may be an age-aggressor not of, like, things to, like, either open their mind to or mix with that, you know, person who's aging to safe and, you know, like, is, you know, make sure it's a, like they, they are in a comfortable relationship. If, if you sort of get what I mean, no one have best word in that minute, but hopefully you get I mean by what I was trying to say. Yeah.
1: Um, I do have advice, Um, but if you don't mind, I need to run over here for a yeah. second because someone, my door. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be you right do back. That. <laughs> One second.
0: So can you remember while you were saying about advice and we were saying something about boundaries? Uh, Yeah.
1: I think it's just really important to be able to set those boundaries. um, Whenever you're regressing, um, whether it be with people that you know in real life, if they happen to know about your age regression, Um, I don't personally have a ton of people in real life that know about mine. Um, but the people that I do know, um, they very much love and care for me and want to keep me safe. So even if I'm setting boundaries with someone and they're not respecting those boundaries, I can always direct them to like mama or one of my friends and be like, okay, you now have to go be vetted through this person before you can keep talking to me because you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, really, like that regression um, and little space, it it, it is so like sacred of a comfort space that it's so important to find people that are willing to understand and respect those boundaries because otherwise you could be putting yourself in a situation that doesn't feel very good and doesn't make you feel safe and comfortable in your little space yeah because
0: I'll say like you know we're like, from all you were saying before, as, as well as before you, like, started to record again, you were saying that like, the importance is without either having, like, a caregiver or somebody who, like, like, a friend that progresses yourself or just any friend in the family that you can, like, talk about anything, just to have somebody that they into with that, you know, wherever you're getting, like, like, wherever you're online with it and, you know, like, Online or in real life, just have some somebody there that I can talk through any like nasty stuff you might be dealing with or anything that may be like go against the boundaries and crosses the boundaries. Making sure that I work on establishing what your boundaries are and what you're, you're okay with and what you know makes you uncomfortable or makes you uncomfortable. Those are important things that like as you listen to that you think that is important to establish as well as kind of listen to your emotions and feelings and that if you like your partners or your you know, like, uh, as you say, you like your mommy and daddy, but uh, like partners in your relationships to like any, any like ever, you know, friends or families, you know, like list kind of like almost like trying to make, you know, like work out, you know, what the boundaries are and what you are comfortable with. So, and I said, then, you like, you're like, you've had a previous, like, relationship of, like, somebody who we called daddy then, you know, like, what was the things that you learned from me? Like, what are the things that helped you learn into your relationship with your mom and for how to make yourself feel a bit more comfortable and more, like, do you think that has helped you to learn and established boundaries, and if not you know, when you're making your age-regressing content, of like how to say, you know, like how how to like almost say about your experiences to make sure a lot of a little sort, uh, you know, the character knowing what boundaries they could set. So
1: that's been something that I I do kind of struggle with, and I've been working on a lot. um Because I am naturally very much a people pleaser. I want to make everybody happy. Um, But I can't do that and keep myself uh, comfortable and safe all the time. So one of the boundaries that I have set is like if any um, other CGs want to message with me, they really need to message mama first and, and make sure that she says that they're safe and that they are okay to talk to me. Um, so I, I, think I have that in one of my like frequently asked questions, pinned posts. Um, but I also worked, uh, because it, it was something that people were not really respecting, um, on their own. Um, I was still getting a lot of really uncomfortable messages, um, just flooding it every day. So I, I actually ended up going through my message settings and in Instagram and I made it to where only people that, um, like we follow each other yeah. can message. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are the only people that can message me instantly. Everybody else, it, it, it will base, it'll just, it doesn't give them the option to message me and have to, to talk to mama first. And then once she tells me that this person is okay to message me, then I, then I will um, engage with them. Um, So that was one really big boundary, that, that helped a lot because before I did it, I just, um, I, I everything would go into that hidden folder on Instagram and that's cool. It, it's nice to not have it immediately yeah. in in my primary folder, but I would still see that little like notification number in the corner, which I was like, well, now I got to go look at it. <laughs> yeah. And then I would read through it and it was just some of the most heinous things. Uh, and it was a, almost a little, Traumatizing for for me when I was in my age regressed state. Yeah, um, so that that needed to be a boundary that I I put in place. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, because like, so no boundary, like things that you do need to have your boundaries, and so you can actually, you know, like properly like set off and relax and actually be, you know, like enjoy what you to be basically because no no one should really be receiving and and run to the messages and all that. But as well as when you describe a uh, little space, you know, it's some it's like sometimes, you know, like, like when that is important to work on what your boundaries are be, and because it's like then it I guess from yourself, you know, when you said that from when you was younger, you know, we start out as like, you know, when you like baby talk or like little talk, you know. And I guess it's not sometimes like the best space where you feel equipped to like communicate and advocate for yourself. So it, it's like one of those things that is then quite difficult to know because it can, you can feel quite vulnerable in that space. So as I say, it is important to find those, you know, the people that you can trust to talk about, to talk to.
1: Definitely. I think it's just really valuable to have those connections with people that like, you know, are safe. Um, you know, I, I'm very lucky to have quite a few, um, you know, I've got, I've got people that I can meet in real life that understand and support me and, and respect my boundaries. And there's also people that I've met online that, that are are very similar in that regard. and I just I feel really lucky to have been able to build that community um, and get to know people um, and to connect with so many people.
0: Yeah,
1: it makes me feel like a little happy whenever I make content and people met like will will comment or or message me just like you know that this is really brightened up my day. Thanks, um, and it just it it brings a smile to my face.
0: Yeah, because that's when. It- like the real benefit of social media is like, uh like for you know, like you are in little space and you know, anybody who is like from a form community that in real life that you know you make not an obvious place where you can, you know, meet up or talk to and you know, like express yourself who you are because it's not like easy to find a space where you can meet other little little sorry aggressors and feel comfortable with, you know, be being open, talking about the experience and finding somebody to relate with. Because, like, one benefit probably for yourself with being online is, you know, like, it's felt you less alone. And I've uh, found other people, like, I've found, like, I'll say, you know, like, you know, I said about being autistic and stuff like that. It's from really social media where I started to see stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, I remember years, like, I remember few years before, like, you know, like, started out and using now past five years. Like, I had the idea of, like, using them using again. And also me, you know, because, like, I think then felt like social media and you can find how it's like, it's like something that other people actually do, want, you know, it's not just yourself really. And it's something that, can be quite comforting and, you know, like you shouldn't feel too stigmatised about it and something that learning about it helps that realise that something that being autistic, that stuff like passwords and all that can help and, you know, and that's way, you kind of end up like learning about the age of Christ in the community and start following when it comes to, like yourself. So yeah. what... So was like the impact of the community been for you and you know finding out? you know like what have you learned then?
1: I think the biggest impact is just the allowance to be myself. Um, you know, like, like I mentioned before, like you know going out in, into public, I always feel like I have to like put on a mask and be a certain person and be grown. And 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 basically play a part, um, but opening up within to like the age-regressing community. uh, It's just so nice to get to see other people that are similar to me, and to understand that like the things that make me happy and and that I enjoy doing are things that other people also enjoy. Um, and and engage in. So I feel very validated in that way. Um, I feel like, you know, I can make a post um, with a passy and, you know, wearing a onesie and feeling very much comfortable in myself, but also feeling like I can share that with other people and not get pushed away for it. it. It's definitely... Something I've come to really cherish
0: in my life. Yeah, because it's like something that I think you can start off feeling super duper anxious about sharing it online, and then I think after a while you know like uh, like a you four week you know like experience of starting to feel slowly starting to feel a bit more comfortable in yourself and open to it. So what was like then when you found like you made a friend of somebody or? You never know, no we, like, thought that is an age not that I can meet up with them. Or is it like being like finding find them?
1: I'm not sure I fully understand the
0: question. Oh, I, I meant it like, you know, what, what has it been like to find, you know, to you now have a friend beyond, you know, beyond the internet, just like have a space where you have. Like, you know, you're interacting with another age regressor in real life, you know, because something that, you know, you might not, you know, before had the experience of like having somebody else, you know, like you can have, you know, like, you know, be in little space together, like talk about, you know, both the experience of age regressing and, you know, kind of feel less alone in real life with this. And I think, whilst, you know, like, You know, you might not be able to, like, often be in, like, you know, the caregiver, care receiver relationship in real life, but you can have, like, that space where you can actually talk to somebody and be in that same space, because I guess it can help not just to feel like it. all of it's online, if you get me now. Yeah. Um,
1: It's honestly been very... I don't know, enlightening, I guess for me, um, especially as a, as a live alone little, like I, most of, of my little space I do by myself. Um, so it's just been really eye opening in that, like, I have been setting aside time to take care of me. And, and that's not always something that I was very good at. Um, I kind of wanted to take care of everybody else and I kind of put myself on the back burner. Um, But taking that time to invest in myself and to really understand different parts of myself has been sometimes hard, but usually it just, it's been very energizing. Um, like I feel like I can do things more. I feel less frustrated all the time. I feel like I find more joy in life. Um, and being able to connect with other littles has really been, I think, a, just a blessing for me. Um, it's hard to find other other age regressors in real life to interact with, um, and and I've found a few. I recently started making friends with one um, who I am hoping that we can we can become friends enough to do like playdates and stuff. Um, but I know that she's also like busy sometimes. So, um, (laughs) you know, there, there, there's definitely pros and cons, but, um, I've also been able to, you know, find and be a part of really good online communities. Like, I believe there's a, a creator, she goes by It's Baby Lynn, um, and she will occasionally do, uh, littles only tea parties, um, through Zoom. And it's just a bunch of other littles getting together and, and drinking our tea and talking to each other and getting to connect, um, it's just it's such a, a beautiful community to get to be a part of um, and to get to know some wonderful people. I feel really excited about that.
0: Yeah, I can understand. So, you know, we make you quite comfortable just having people that you can connect with. Then, so you know what, and what does you like? You kind of. Like you said then, you you've been able to, you know, uh, uh joy in your life. So what does joy mean for you? You know, what are the things that kind of bring you joy that, you know, is happy space and you know, what are the things that yeah, you bring you know, like that you do to kind of the things that make you the most happy of you. So I okay, I kind of like seem to be repeating over the same things, but yeah, I think you ever I mean.
1: Yeah um joy for me is like it's hard to explain I think it's hard to explain a lot of like emotions um but the best way I've ever figured it out is to is to think on like the the somatic parts of what different emotions make my body feel so like when I'm really really happy I feel it like a little bit in the back of my throat and right in where like I think my diaphragm is and I think that's just because i I, I might be I don't know, breathing more um, <laughs> aggressively. So I'm just feeling those parts of my anatomy respond. Um, but it's just that feeling that, like, you can't, but like, you just don't want to be sad. Like, you're, there's, there's nothing that could, could really take it away. And of course, I mean, I'm sure that there in real life really is, but, um, you know, it, it is, it is a very pure and internal. Happiness that that I feel like really pushes us in life to want to continue and and to keep feeling that. Um, but even um, even whenever I have to go to my grown up people job and supervise other people, um, I'll I'll talk with them and 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 if they're seeming really overwhelmed or stressed out that week I'm just like, okay, well, what have you done this week? That brings you joy. And if they tell me that they haven't done anything and then I'm like, okay, well you are now assigned homework to go do something that makes you happy. Um, I just think it's so important for people to find that in themselves. Um, You know, for me, it's getting to regress a little bit into my inner child for other people. It might be, going to play laser tag or um, getting together with friends. Like it it is, it's so different for everyone. But I think that, that work towards feeling joy and getting to express that wholeheartedly is, is really what life should be all about.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm not from that, you know, it's like, you know, like the ultimate, you know, comfort space, you know, your comfort zone. And, you know, what is the things that you, you really enjoy to do for self-care and what, you know, what's the ideal space for that, if you can me. I mean
1: I'm still working out the ideal space. Um It's pretty yeah. easy for me to live alone. So my whole house is just for me. <laughs> um And I know that that's not the case for a lot of other people, you know, maybe they share a home with a partner or maybe they have like human children um, or, or, you know, everybody's situation is a little bit different. Um, Mostly I have experienced like done most of my little space self care in like my living room. And so I'll like put on a cartoon and put out a craft that I want to work on. Um, or break out some of my toys and set them up to where I want to play with them. Um, but I'm trying currently a new thing where I am changing up one of the bedrooms in my apartment to be more like a little space bedroom, like a nursery. Um, it's a work in progress, but I'm actually sitting in there now. Um, I moved all my stuffies in here last night and I'm I'm really excited to see what having a space in my home that's just for for my age regression um, will be like, and what and how that will like encourage and 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 give me that time and space to be small.
0: Yeah. So, what are you hoping for? The you know your yeah like little space room? What are the things that are you hoping to get in there? Or, or like you know, but like it's a lot like that.
1: I want to make it a space that I, so like currently it has been a room that I just kind of store stuff in and I keep all of my crafting supplies in here. Um, but I would like it to be a little bit more functional where I will actually work on my crafts in here and not just take all of my things to another room, um, but actually like stay in here. So I want to uh, make it a space where I can put on my cartoons. I really like having background noise. I don't like it when it's too quiet. Um, as well as a space that like you know the floor is open and I can you know keep all of my toys in here um, I wish I could paint the walls but I don't own the walls um so they will probably just stay white <laughs> um but I really just want it to be a space that I can come in and hang out in here and be comfortable. Um, and play play video games or play dolls um or or sew something um, or or make a passy and just like hang out in in a place that is specifically meant for me to regress in.
0: Ah oh, so was the craft type taping that you like to do with
1: I do a few things. um so I, I got into decorating passies a while back. um but then I also, like to make beaded bracelets and necklaces and earrings. And um, I also taught myself how to sew, um, which is something that I really wanted to learn to do. Um, My grandmother used to sew when I was little and I would go into her sewing room and it always smelled the same. (laughs) Uh, Like, so a sewing room, like there's a specific smell. It's, it has something to do with like the iron and heating the fabrics over and over again. It just makes the room smell like a sewing room. Uh, but then my mom knew and she taught me how to thread a sewing machine. And and from there, I kind of just really wanted to keep learning. And since then, I've made a couple of my own onesies. It's just been a, it's a it's a fun thing to, that I get to put my hands to and really hyper fixate on for a while.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's good to have, like, probably something you can do to, like, yeah, you know, to when you're, like, static to take the time away and it can be quite calming and therapeutic then. And, yeah, it's probably quite good that uh, you've been able to learn this skill for yourself. And what are, the, like, the cartoons, things you like to watch, you know, like the comfort uh, TV shows or music or whatever, like, what games and all that are the things that you like to also selected when you're not space?
1: I've always been a big Sims player. Um, so like, I think there was the original Sims games and I, I had a bunch of those when I was growing up. And then whenever Sims 2 came out, I played that. When Sims 3 came out, I played that. Whenever I was in my undergrad for college, Sims 4 came out. And so now I have that one and a bunch of the expansion packs. Um, I had to get a gaming computer because this expansion packs were too much for my normal computer to handle. They're like, no, you got too much to put on this computer. We, we were going to shut down. So I had to get a new computer. Um, I'm working on playing a game called Stray right now. Um, Mama sent it to me and it's a game about a little stray kitten that got lost and he's trying to find his friends. Um, but I got stuck on a part because there's also little like, enemy monster things that try to jump on the kitty and eat it. And that scared me a little bit. <laughs> so I had to take a break. Um, but I also really get into playing like animal crossing and that new little friend that I'm hoping to get more, uh, more time to hang out with and do play dates with. She wants to play Mario Kart with me. Um, so those are some of my, my video game things that I like to get into. Um, I always have something playing on my TV in the background. So it's usually like just cycling through videos on YouTube or I'll have Bluey on. Um, I also really like Doc McStuffins um, and just classic Disney Pixar movies. Um, I'm a big movie person um, because sometimes getting into a series is overwhelming. So I can, I can commit two hours. But not necessarily like
0: 30. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well yeah, it's, um, it's like I I think with like series, like it's I always find it for something I like, watched before, you know, like, like you're familiar with. Especially if you like were to start any with like so again, you know, like that's then a lot more effort and you know, like to concentrate much on and yeah. And it's like when, you know, like it comes to like you know, where uh, stuff it and that's why I tend to prefer like comedies or a charm. It's just something like you can easily watch and, you know, relax and comfort yeah. with.
1: I wish I liked getting into books more, but even, um, yeah, I, I think mostly because I, I still am in school, I do a lot of reading anyway. Yeah. So uh, I don't really seek out more books to read, um, but when I do, they're mostly audiobooks um, and I just listen while I'm doing
0: other stuff. Yeah, I think audiobooks are a bit better for myself because like I think sometimes like reading a book can be a lot of concentration and, you know, like I think that with like the visual process and all that stuff, you know, it, it does make it, it does take a lot of time to go through. And then, you know, it's like you think thinking that sometimes can be very particular about a book, you know. And so yeah, that I guess that's pretty much sums up your little space. And you know, as said, you got your pasties and stuff like that, and your plus toys and your blankets in your little space. And so, and uh, but like on like I guess final questions, like what what was like? Have you what was like the experience of also like of like maybe have you like spoken about that with your family you know like being in little space and how do they know about that or if they don't yeah um uh,
1: I think other than just like my general um very useful personality I've not really shared my little space with my family um at one point I did have a friend um that used to be one of my roommates when I was in college um she found my little page and she was like, Oh my gosh, you're like, you, you you little space. And like, she was a little bit surprised, but, uh, but I explained it to her. She's like, honestly, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Just so you know, I still love and support you. And um, you know, I'm glad that you shared that with me. Thank you. Um, So the people that I have in real life that know about it have all been very loving, and supportive about it. Um, But I have not outwardly gone to share it with my family yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And sound out. And, like yeah, do, like I guess just from I was just just trying to find about about way doing a fast because you know like sometimes you know like, uh, like uh, something to explore artists just to like see if like anybody like you know like if uh, that brought any like advice or anything like that to people. But I think it is quite good to uh, like I guess see you how know, like how we find of every family. I guess it's like something that. You feel like it's not something about being up, and you know where you, you know what? Sometimes yeah, I guess it's quite difficult then. You know, with with all that, yeah. And so what? And like, do you ever like wish you like a, like started regressing before? Is there any things that you wish that you like never stopped doing in terms of regressing? And what was like? You know, like thinking. Do you like think that wish you like. Like start to pacify it before or anything like that.
1: I think just never stop exploring. Like, you know, even even if we get older uh, physically, you know, our our brains are still so diverse, and you know, we're we're gonna constantly be finding things that we love and that we want to be a part of our lives forever. Um, so I think just having that openness to be like, okay, well, maybe this is something I could try. Um, this is something I'm curious about. Um, just having that openness is, is so important because like you can continue to explore in yourself what makes you happy and and just keep growing as, as a human person um, because life is hard sometimes and we got to find those little pockets of joy wherever we can.
0: So it's not, like, not something that you wish you, like, you know, like had before, like, in terms of, like, like past phase and being more, in, so in you know, like, into the little space where you're just glad you found it and, you know, like you're glad you found, was able to explore it and learn in adulthood. This is something that you want well, makes make happy and glad you're able to find out space to explore all that. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's quite good that you've been able to like discover that. And so like it's, and is there anything else you want to say which you haven't said already?
1: Um well I guess I would say, you know, if you if you would like to interact with me more, um, to check out my Instagram over at Little in Pink. Um, again, I have little periods in between the words. Um I do have my messages turned off, um, but I respond to comments and um yeah, this has been a, a great experience. Um, jump on the podcast with you. Um thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. And one more question, you know, because like okay. like the podcast I tend to like I to in the pod, like podcast series before but they will take urgency which I still continue to do, but also like with this one to explore about like the more neurodivergent you know comforts and you know stimming stuff so do you, like how do you see like age regress and do you see it as a neurodivergent thing or do you see it as just like something that isn't neurodivergent I just want to put this question out there to see how you know different regress as well talk to wellness podcasts you know things the experience of age regression, Because, you know, there's a lot of people who are autistic or also who have anything with a patient conditions, you know, whilst being age regression. When to see how they uh, perceive age you mean? Yeah. It.
1: Um, it's hard to say. I don't know that it's specifically a neurodivergent thing, um, especially considering how many... Um, kink accounts have reached out to me about it um yeah. i don't know that they Russian uh or, or little space comes anywhere from a neurodivergent place but then again i've also met a lot of like and spoken with a lot of other littles that like they they most of them are neurodivergent so like there there's possibly a really strong correlation um I know, like, in myself, I have some pretty gnarly ADHD. Um, My dad thinks I have some level of autism, but I've never been diagnosed, so I'm not going to claim that. (laughs) Um, It's, you know, it's really important to understand where your own regression comes from and what you need in that space so that you can use it in, in a in a comfortable and health and like healthy manner.
0: Ah, um. oh, thanks. So is there any, like, everything things you want to promote that I know you're into craft. Do you, like, sell any, like, uh, you know, decorated parties? Do you sell any, like, you know, you start crafting, you know, making your own onesies. Is it something that you're doing already or is there anything in you want to promote it? In that space or not?
1: Not at the moment. I'm kind of looking into maybe selling some of the stuff I make, but I don't know how. Um, and I don't have a business license. Yeah. So I also don't do anything bad and like break the law or anything. So I'm working on it. Um, it may be something that comes around in the future, um, but nothing at the moment.
0: All uh, right. Yeah. So I guess if people follow the Instagram, maybe they'll see something about that and uh, thank you for coming on and hopefully enjoy this podcast recording
1: absolutely again thank you for having me this was lovely
0: yeah and yeah since this first like podcast recording I joined a series called pacifying uh, what do you think like do you think it's done good or is there any advice or ideas of how it could be done better and stuff like that
1: uh, I don't think so. Um, I'm excited to, to listen to the to the episode, though, and, and see how uh, it
0: turns out. Great. Thanks very much. Thanks. I'm sorry, what? Oh, you said thank you very much.
1: Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let me know if there's anything else that you need from me.
0: Um, uh, will do.
1: Thank you.
0: Great. Thanks.